Welcome to the Culture Builders podcast channel, looking at how individual and team performance builds strong cultures. Hosted by Jane Sparrow and Chris Preston. You are listening to a deep dive episode. Hello and welcome to the latest in our podcast series. I'm Jane Sparrow, founder and author at The Culture Builders, and I'm thrilled to have with me today David Taylor, who is Group Commercial Director at Costain. And we're going to be talking about a very topical area, which is all connected to flex working. Uh, the big topic of the moment, flex and hybrid working. Uh, but David has recently changed his working hours and moved to a four-day week. And he's right at the beginning of his journey. And so we were really keen to catch up with him to understand a bit about why he's doing this, uh, how it's working, what he hopes to, to uh, find himself doing on that day a week, and also what the impact will be for the rest of the organisation. So really thrilled to have you here today, David. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jane. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and thanks for asking me to take part in the podcast. You are welcome. Now, why don't we start, tell, tell us a little bit about you and uh, a real potted kind of a version of your background and, and also where you are today because you're actually out on site, aren't you? I am actually, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm at um, one of Costain's uh, HS2 sites based in London. It's a very warm day here today. Um, I'm visiting the site for the afternoon. Um, so I'm doing this just before I get kitted up. We'll walk around the site and have a chat with the, with, the, with the workforce and kind of see what's going on, which I'm very much looking forward to. And, and yeah, I've, I've worked in the construction industry for 40 years. Um, and there may be some symbolism to that, which we might come back to, but I've been 40 years in the industry. I'm a quantity surveyor by, by training um, and worked on sites for, for many years gravitated to the to the lofty heights of group commercial director and the executive board of Costain and I've been sat in that seat since 2015 so sort of seven seven plus years in in the role and it sounds like you've got some great hilarity around you there David um, on site what's what's going on yeah we're definitely in a live environment Jane uh, uh, here at Adelaide Road um, in, in London um, there's a women in construction event taking place on the site today. They're in the meeting room next door and they sound like they're having uh, a good old laugh over their lunch, um, meeting <laughs> some of the, the project team. So yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's great to hear actually. There's a real buzz on the site. I've been here for, a, I arrived about an hour ago and I've already been having a chat with quite a number of the, of the, uh, of the guys and girls that are based here. And there's a real nice buzz. So I'm very much looking forward to my visit this afternoon. Oh, fantastic. Well, we look forward to hearing how you get on on it. And I know you get out on site on a regular basis. But let's turn to the the topic that we're really keen to explore with you, which is uh, your four day week. And, you know, not there are many people out there that do a four day week, but I'm particularly intrigued because of of the level that you are as well around how that has been um, experienced by others and and why you actually set out to, to work a four day week. What was your driver? Yeah, really, really good question. I, I think it was probably prompted to a degree by the pandemic, but, but not entirely. I think that, that that caused a bit of a rethink. But during during that period, I had some really, re, really tough personal challenges to deal with. 
and, and I think they just caused me to pause and think about what I was doing, think about some of the uh, anxiety levels that maybe I was experiencing. And I decided that I was going to explore what, I, what I'd call a quality of life upgrade. So I wanted to plug myself in and get an upgrade to my quality of life. And I had a bit of a think about that. And I had a conversation with various people who are close to me, family, friends, colleagues, to, to just have a chat about what I was experiencing and then maybe what I could do. And the idea of, of perhaps embarking on a four-day week was discussed. And I must admit, I was, I was a bit sceptical about it. I thought, I'm not really sure how I'm going to be able to do my role in four days and how that might be perceived or received by the business. And I'm probably thinking it's probably a year ago that those thoughts sort of started to, mm. to, to materialise. And then that sort of in, in, in turn led to doing a bit of trialling before I, before I finally took the plunge on the 1st of, the 1st of July this year. So when you say trialling, what, what did that look like? Was that you just you know, using your holiday to, to take a four-day week or, or how did that work? Absolutely, absolutely. And that, that was an idea that my wife had, actually. She said, well, before you take the plunge, why don't, you, why don't you give it a try just to see how it works? So I did that. And exactly as you just said, Jane, I, I, I took a bit of a holiday on a, on a Friday, which was the <laughs> day I thought I would probably, probably be my non-working day if I put it into effect. And I've got to tell you, it was a bit mixed. Uh, it was a bit mixed. I'd love to say it was a roaring success from, from day one, but, but if I'm being honest, it wasn't. It was mixed. So I found myself on those Fridays looking at my phone quite a lot. And I also found that I was having to catch up at the weekend so that I could sort of hit the ground running on a, on a Monday morning. And my wife said to me, look, that's, I think you're missing the point a bit here. That's, um, that's not, that's not, it doesn't feel like a quality of life upgrade, certainly for her. So I had to give that a bit of a, a bit of a rethink. But I think that, that was good that it was trialled because it gave me the opportunity then to sort of think about, well, how am I going to get this to work? Which led to then some conversations with my colleagues on the executive board. And, and, and you might want to explore, I don't know, a little bit further as to, as to how that then developed into, into what I'm now doing. I would love to do that. Uh, before I do that, I must say, I love the phrase quality of life upgrade. That particularly appeals to me. I shall be using that a, a lot. Um, but I think also that whole point around test and learn is an interesting one, because the, the idea that you tested that before you took the plunge um, is so important, I think, for anyone looking at changing perhaps the way that they work. And certainly a lot of the things we're talking about with with many of the people we work with, as you know, is, you know, don't have everything hard and fast from the beginning if you're going to change the way that you work. Test out what you think might work and then probably you're going to have to course correct it a little bit. So I think it's a really interesting learning for anyone listening to this that might be embarking on some kind of change that actually your experience of testing has really helped to, to think about how's it going to work moving forward. So I think that's a really important um, point that we must must make sure we remember. But you mentioned your exec colleagues. Tell us, how did it go down when you tabled this idea? Because it's not a traditional thing in, in your business that people would come in and say, I think I'll work four days a week as an exec member, is it? No, it's not. And, you know, I think some of them in, in the round are really supportive, you know, really supportive. But I think... There was, there was some concern and interest about how I was going to get uh, the scope of work that I do and responsible for to work in four days 
when if I'm being frank, it's pretty challenging to get it to work in five. So we, we sort of talked about that. And the one thing I really didn't want to do, James, was I, I really didn't want to let anybody down. You know, th- this is not about me sort of winding down or anything. I want to be mm. f- fully focused and I've still, I've still got a lot to offer. And I want to be fully focused for the four days. So I really didn't want to let anybody down. And what, what, what we sort of decided was that in order to get it to work, we'll give it the best chance to work in four days. I'd need to do a degree of rescoping of the role. Which I think is really, really, really important, and that's giving the that's kind of moving some of my responsibilities to others in the in the business, which I think is giving other people great opportunity, and it's also not a bad thing to do that from time to time, sort of freshen things up anyway. So that was one thing, and the other thing we did, uh, or I did, was to um, advocate the appointment of a, a sort of right-hand person or another right-hand person who could really kind of take the reins um, when when I was on my sort of contracted day off, and that, of course, has given that individual some excellent opportunity to be have full delegated authority on my behalf when I'm when I'm not around. So those, I would say those those are two things that I did and the business helped me to do to give me the very best possible chance of, of getting this uh, this thing to work. And I, I mean, I'm honoured to be able to work with your colleagues and, and you on the board at Costain. And, and I absolutely would imagine them being incredibly supportive. Uh, you're a month in. Ha, have any of them noticed any difference? Well, it is really early days, um, and I think, um, unfortunately, I think the, f- the first Friday I was I, I was struck down with COVID, so that wasn't a great start. Um, and then I've had a couple of weeks leave, so that hasn't really felt like the, the Fridays kicked in. So, so you know, we're talking today on a Thursday. Tomorrow is my con- sort of contracted day off, and I think tomorrow will be will, will really feel like the start of of, of this journey. Uh, but I've, I've managed expectations kind of extensively through the, throughout the business. Um, so I think, you know, and the trial period helped with this as well, because people started to recognise that I was exploring it. Um, and therefore, you know, many people in the organisation recognise that I'm not around on a Friday. Um, and hopefully they can avoid sending me too many emails that I need to catch up on on a Monday morning. And, and what was interesting, Jane, you mentioned that I'm at HS2 t- today. And when I was having a chat with, with um, one of one of the, the superintendents here earlier when I arrived, I shared with him, you know, what I was doing. And goodness me, he, he, he spontaneously reacted so positively and said, wow, you know, this really feels like the way forward. And it's great that one of our exec board is, is kind of, you know, leading the way. And and that has made you know, quite. I was quite buzzing actually when we started this conversation because I come fresh from that chat with him, and that was just, it was just a lovely reaction to what I said. Yeah, and possibly something you didn't expect, I guess, in terms of you know your driver for it was not to role model. Your driver was because it was the right thing for you. Um, but actually, what you are, by the sound of it, is having an incredible impact already for those that are aware in terms of role modeling something different. Absolutely. And I think, you know, role modelling uh, is an important factor. And, you know, I'm very conscious of my position in the organisation and leading by example, as well as being the group commercial director, I'm also the sponsor for wellbeing in the organisation. So I think it's really important that, you know, whatever I do is seen is seen in a positive light. And I did have some concerns about that. But I, I think 
particularly with the with the pandemic, it has caused this kind of you know rethink in, in people's priorities and and you know how they want to go about their sort of work life balance. And therefore, it feels to me as though it is actually quite a good time for me to do it for that reason as well. Yeah, I, and I, I think it's fascinating in terms of the timing, but also what it means for others in terms of think, if they're thinking about what does their future look like, then knowing what might be possible in the, in the broader sense. Um, you said about your team and perhaps them not sending you as many emails on a Friday because they know you're not working. Just, is there anything else you can tell us about how your team has reacted to your, your change in, in work pattern? Yes, the, the the team have been have been brilliant actually. You know, I've I've got if I t- think about my immediate direct reports of which there are um, seven, and then I have a number of functional reports. I, I can't think of anybody who's who's given me any negativity, and 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 far you know far from it. They've been extremely supportive, and I think they all they all want it to work as well. Maybe it's just because they don't want me to nag them on a Friday. I'm giving them 80% of the nagging. So maybe it's that, but I hope it isn't. No, they've been great. And I think, you know, maybe they're looking forward, you know, and wondering whether this is something they might like to do at some some stage in the future. And wondering, I think, I think observing with interest, you know, am I going to be able to get it to work? And, And I'm pretty determined to do that. And I love that determination because, as as you know, we spoke before about about this when you first started and talked about the fact that there are going to be some kind of critical success factors, aren't there, for you? Because um, to make it work uh, requires you to be determined, but also to to make sure that you don't slip into that pattern that you slipped into when you did the trial of still looking at your phone on a Friday and actually not getting that day to do what you want to do. So what are you really mindful of that's going to make sure that you make this a success? I think there's, there's a few really practical things that I'm going to need to do. It's a bit of a mindset shift as well, for sure. But I think from a practical point of view, I, I think I need to I need to show my my reports that they are fully trusted and delegated to 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 do what's required of them whilst I'm not whilst I'm not there. And I think me interfering with that sort of sends a message that maybe I don't trust them or support them and and therefore that kind of is is encouraging me if you like not to look at the emails or not to not to take part in whatever's going on 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 that day i think ruthless diary management is quite important as well so in the four days that i am working you know making sure that i'm i'm making the very best use of my time you know, I want this to make me turn up and be my very best in this organisation. I'm fortunate, Jane, I work in a fantastic company. We, we, myself and my exec colleagues, we are all passionate about making this an absolutely wonderful business, which it already is, but we want it to be even better. And I want to make sure that I'm turning up and being at my very best and not just being completely frazzled in the in the sort of the four days that I'm working. So I'm taking a lot of care with my diary. I, I've been a big advocate of, of personal energy management for a number of years. And those principles I think apply, you know, even more. I'm making sure I have got breaks between meetings and, and I think that will be really important. What I don't want to do is this for to, for this to be counterproductive. I want it, you know, as I've said, to be a quality of life upgrade. I want it to help with those anxieties. 
And I think it has the potential, if you don't go about it the right way, to have the opposite effect. And you'll actually feel even more anxious and it will be sort of counterproductive. So I definitely don't want that to happen. And that's why the trial was important and making these changes to give me the best chance of succeeding. Yeah, and that point you make about not being anxious about the way that you're now working is so critical, isn't it? Because I've worked with so many people where actually they're just worrying on the Friday or the Monday or the Tuesday, whichever day they they choose, um, about what they're missing and what might be happening. And actually it's worry, but there is also, I think here, the, the kind of mindset piece that our society needs to watch out for, which is the fear of missing out. Because it's not just worry about, you know, am I going to miss something that was important that I should have done? It's also, mm, am I missing out on some interesting things perhaps that are happening that I'm I'm not going to be part of? So do you think that's going to be a, an interesting hurdle for you? I do, actually, I do. I think FOMO is going to be an issue. And I think coupled with that, uh, you know, in the spirit of openness on this podcast, you know, I, I think I'm already getting feelings that I'm a bit guilty about taking time out because it's not a holiday. You know, a holiday is one thing. But this is me taking a day out a week whilst everybody else, or not everybody else, most of the rest of the organisation who are not part-timers have still got their shoulder to the wheel. I'm sensing those kind of feelings, those pangs of, of guilt. I'm going to have to learn to, to manage those. And you know, maybe I need to make some adjustments as we, as we go forward to help with that. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. I think that's interesting, though, because in your business, there will be people that are working Saturdays and Sundays, presumably, a lot. So it's almost that, that feeling around, well, they'll still have their shoulder to the wheel on a Saturday and Sunday, but you don't worry about it then. It's the Friday that you would worry about it. Yeah, and you're absolutely, you are absolutely right, because of the type of work we do, particularly those people who are site-based, are sometimes required to work at weekends to, to fit in with shutdowns and, and the, the rail or the road network to get to get stuff done. And that's absolutely right. But I think my my immediate colleagues, if you like, my immediate circle of colleagues, you know, generally work Monday to Friday. So, you know, I, I'm kind of thinking of them on a Friday when I'm, you know, hitting a ball on the golf course or something, feeling a bit guilty that they're uh, they're still at their desk. So maybe it's a, turning it from guilt into curiosity so that it's a more positive feeling, but that you're not denying yourself at least to be able to feel something. <laughs> yes, yes. I think, I think I, that reframing it as curiosity is very helpful. So thank you for that tip. <laughs> and the other thing that you were talking about around kind of almost being an opportunity for growth for your team, I think it's really powerful as well, isn't it? And I remember I worked with an exec a while ago who um, was very bad at switching off even on holiday. And the moment, the aha moment that the individual has was when I said, look, the challenge here is that your team never know whether you're on or off. So they think you've gone, but so they'll pick something up to deal with it for you um, or for the business. And then suddenly you dive in and they were already halfway through it. And so it becomes incredibly inefficient. And there was that aha moment I remember when he said, oh, I didn't realise that. So you mean I'm actually causing more work rather than helping? And so I guess that's the thing for you, isn't it? Is to remember that what you're also giving people is that growth opportunity. And, and with empowerment being so critical, and I know you all believe in that in Costain, um, actually you're doing that. It's this in action as a, as a result of the decision that you've made. Yes, that, that, that's absolutely right. And I think maybe in some ways what you've described there is, uh, 
you know, what I'm intending to do is to remind myself of why, why I'm doing this. You know, why am I doing it? What are the benefits that I'm trying to achieve? What are the opportunities that's creating for, for my team and, and others in the business? How, how is that, you know, positivity being portrayed in the business in terms of role modeling, you know, and, and setting standards for, for well-being? I'm intending to sort of remind myself of those things regularly. And, and when my trigger finger is itching to open those emails, hopefully that will just stop me from uh, stop me from doing it um and i talked about diary management jane you know what, what i've done again practical steps you know first thing on a monday morning I've, I've kind of blanked out the first hour so i can review the emails that came in on a friday and then i'm catching up with my you know new right hand person to, to just see well, what's come in on the friday that i need to be aware of they can always contact me in emergency anyway so if, if the wheels really come off the trolley you know i'm, I'm kind of available of course i am um, but I hope that will be a complete exception rather than the norm. I think it will be. I'm, I'm pretty confident it will be. But one of the other things we do in Coste, which I think will be greatly help, helpful here, is, is the kind of this concept. You mentioned it in the introduction about dynamic working. So we, we are advocating people to work dynamically. Um, and, you know, that, that, that's absolutely fine. So if I need to occasionally sort of drop in for a couple of hours and drop out for a couple of hours I, I you know I, I think I can get that to work and have the full support of the business I feel sure you're going to make this work because you have that desire and determination and and the right driver behind it and let's face it there are thousands and thousands of people out there that work four days three days two day weeks and make it work so I'm, I'm sure it really will work for you but just tell us have you got a mantra that's going to help you succeed is there something that you're going to make sure you say to yourself that really just keeps that trigger finger in in line yeah and, and i think it, it is that you know reminder of, of, of why why i'm doing it you know what set me on this path i think i mentioned was you know, some some really difficult personal issues and and i i think i owe it to myself to to do something different and give it a really really good shot and, and, and listen, if it doesn't work, then, you know, I'll have a rethink. But, do you know, the, the reaction I got from that individual when I arrived on site earlier today, it just reinforced to me how, how, this, how I really do think this is going to be the, the, the future. And you're right, I'm not the first person to try a four-day week, but um, it's new to me. But I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. And therefore, I'm going to keep reminding myself why I'm doing it. I'm looking forward to spending a bit more time with 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 my wife, my my family, playing a bit of golf. I've got a few charity things that I've got opportunities to get involved with. So I don't want to kind of cram the day so I'm super busy necessarily, but I've got lots of things that I'd like to kind of get involved with and, and a few hobbies that I'd like to spend a bit more time on. So I'm really excited and looking forward to that. Well, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to hear about what else is in the David portfolio because, you know, you'll have Costain, you'll have your golf and then you'll have many other things. I know you will. So really looking forward to hearing about those. And thank you for coming and and sharing the, the, the beginning of the journey with us and would love to catch up in a few months time to hear how it's going and what lessons you've learned that might be useful for others listening if, if you'd be willing to do that i'd be i'd be honored to do that um yes uh, i'd love to do it uh, i think it would help keep me on track as well actually i 
you know, it'll be interesting for me to look back and say, well, what did I say on sort of what was effectively day one and, and how am I getting on three months in? So no, I'd love to do that, Jane. Thanks very much for asking me to, to join the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks, David. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Continue the journey at www.theculturebuilders.com.